Mo'ed we now begin the third and final parak. This is Perak Gimel Mish Aleph, 3-1. And the topic of our Mishnah is haircutting on Cholomoed. Now the general rule is that one is not allowed to get a haircut on Cholomoed. The reason why is an Iser Durabanan, Mid-O'Raisa, would stand to reason that one could get a haircut on Cholomoed because it's for the Tzorach and the Moed. You want to look good on Cholomoed. You're allowed to do things to make yourself look good on Cholomoed, including cutting your hair. So it should be permitted by rights. However, the rabbis were concerned people would push off getting haircuts until Cholmud when they had more time, and therefore they'd go into Yom Tov looking disheveled. And Chazal didn't want people to look, to go into Yom Tov looking manuval, disheveled, unkempt. And therefore they said one may not get a haircut during Cholmud, intending to prompt people to get haircuts before Cholmud. Nevertheless, the mission will list certain people who are. are have exemptions for this rule and are permitted to get haircuts even during Cholomoed. Now I want to emphasize one point before I list the examples in the Mishnah. The Mishnah could have simply said, if you were an Ones, subject to circumstances beyond your control, then you are not allowed to get a haircut. Excuse me, then you are allowed to get a haircut during Cholomoed. The Mishnah doesn't say that because that's not true. Someone who is an Ones, a victim of circumstances beyond his control, is not allowed to get a haircut during Cholomoed, even though he couldn't get a haircut before Cholomoed for whatever reasons they were on his, beyond his control, with the exception of the following, and then the Mishnah lists those exceptions, where these are acceptable, um, I'll call them excuses, for which one may now get a haircut during Cholomoed. And here they are. It says the Mishnah, Ve'elu megalchen b'moed. The following people may get a haircut during Cholomoed. The word megaleach, would mean also to shave. Oh, here we're talking about haircuts in general. First of all is Habam and Medina's Hayam, one who came from, literally from overseas. The idea is if a person had been away on a business trip and he was rushed to get back, he didn't have time to get properly haircut, etc., etc., before Yom Tov arrived. So that person can get a haircut during Cholomoed. Uh, worth noting, this is someone who was an Ones, and therefore if he just went just for vacation, and then came back, that wouldn't be a good enough reason to allow him to get a haircut in Cholomoed. But if it was a business trip or something more intense than that, certainly he, he and he just came back now, he could get a haircut during Cholomoed. Second of all, Umibes Hashivya. If one came back from captivity, he was held, let's say, as a, a captive, you know, kidnapped. So when he comes back, he could get a haircut during Cholomoed, assuming he got let out, you know, on Yom Taviv. Vayot Umibes HaAsurim. Same goes for someone who came out of prison. So here, even if the prisoner had been in a Jewish prison, meaning that his jailers said he's permitted to get a haircut because they said, listen, we're Jewish, you're Jewish, Pesach is coming, get a haircut, make yourself look nice. Even if he opted not to get that haircut during, you know, on Arab Pesach, um, if he gets out, he can get a haircut on Cholomod Pesach. And the reason why is because even though he had the chance and chose not to take it, we say that's because he was so depressed, he was suffering so much, you know, at the thought of being in prison, um, and therefore he is still allowed to get a haircut even during Cholomod. Next is Vahamanude. If someone had been in a state of Nidui, and then Shetirolo Chachamim, the rabbis removed that status from him on Cholomod, now on Cholomod he can get a haircut. So the story of, of, of Manude, someone in Nidui, is someone who's sort of excommunicated. There are actually two levels of excommunication. Um, one is called Nidui, and a more intense one is called the Cherem. I don't have English words to differentiate between the two, but the Menuda is less severe. Someone who is 
um, in Nidui, as it's called, must keep his distance from other people. He's sort of socially um, kept out. So he also can't even sit with the Dalaramas of somebody, of other Jews. You can't eat and drink with them. Um, you can't count them for a minion. And aside from these kind of things, he has certain halachas like someone who's in a velus, who's in mourning, including not getting a haircut and not laundering his clothing. So therefore, someone who was in Nidui can't um, get his haircut going into Yom Tov, but if on Cholomot he gets out of Nidui, then he could get a haircut. Now, how did someone get into Nidui in the first place? So this is a tool used by the Bezdin for someone who um, did a variety of improper actions. Either he was he disgraced, he was Mavaza Tamnei Chachamim, or he made fun of the Torah, its mitzvahs, even rabbinic mitzvahs, um, or he was in contempt of court. If the Bezdin told him to do something and he didn't do it, they can enforce a Nidui upon him. And then let's say, hypothetically, in our case of our Mishnah, so let's say, you know, Reuven was told by the Bezdin to pay Shimon $100, and Reuven didn't listen, so the Bezdin put Reuven in in, uh, in Nidui. Comes Cholomoed, Reuven and Shimon sit down, have a talk, Reuven satisfies Shimon, Shimon's happy, Reuven's still in Nidui, not happy. The Bezdin says, okay, you took care of things, so we will now release you from your Nidui. If they do that, he's now allowed to get a haircut. That's the story. Okay, the next case is Someone who literally who asks of a chacham of a wise of a, a rabbi, I'll call it, uh, and and he gets released. The case is where a person took a neder. He took a formal vow against cutting his hair, and therefore he couldn't cut his hair going into Yom Tov. But then on Cholamoed, he consults with the rabbi to do hataras nadarim. The the momicha, the expert. Rabbi, who's an expert in in Nadarim or Bezin of three, for that matter, um, can release him from his his nether, his vow, provided that they can find the pesach an, an opening um, to do so. That basically means that they ascertain from him that he didn't consider certain factors when he made the nether, such that if he would have considered those factors, he wouldn't have made the vow in the first place, and therefore they say retroactively the vow didn't take hold, allowing him to get a haircut. In this case, if that happens on Cholamoed, he's now allowed to get a haircut during Cholamoed. Also, Vahan Nazir, someone who's a Nazir, he, the Naziris, the Nazirite, it's a formal uh, package deal, it's a mitzvah from the Torah, the gist of which is that the person who's a Nazir commits formally taking a vow not to cut his hair, not to expose himself to human tuma, corpse tuma, tumas mace, and not to partake of grape products. So that Nazir can't get a haircut, a normal Nazir goes for 30 days, if his 30 days end during the Cholmod period, of course, he hasn't had a haircut in 30 days, he can get a haircut now. That's what the Bartonor learns, and certainly it's true. The Gemara says, though, in fact, if someone had been a Nazir and going into Yom Tov, already his Naziris ended, so he could have gotten a haircut on Erev Yom Tov, but he didn't. So there will be lenient anyways, and let him get a haircut on Cholmod, even though he could have gotten it before. This is a special dispensation, because the Nazir um, has to get a haircut and bring certain um, Karbonos offerings in the base of Mikdash, and since he's anyways going to be around, if he's around in, in Yerushalayim, we're not going to make him come back a second time, etc. So we let him do his tahara procedure, his procedure of of, uh, of shaving himself and, and bring his offerings while he's there. So the shaving, the haircut is allowed, even though he could have done it before. That's how the Gemara comes out, notwithstanding the Bartanura. And finally, the same kind of thing for someone who's a Metzora. The Metzora is someone who has those like white spots on his skin, once he's a mukhlet, he's a confirmed mitzor, he goes into, he stays out of the 
Machna out of the community um, until his 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 uh, tzara'as, his affliction, release, or, you know, sort of resolves itself. And when it does, um, then he's allowed to come back in to the community, but he has to has a process. The process is pretty involved. Um, it involves two birds and some spring water and spritzing. Um, part of the process also is to get a haircut, shaving off all the hair of his whole body, even his eyebrows, etc., all body hair. Um, after which he... In the process, he's able to also bring Karbonos. So the same story here. If the Mitzorah has ended his process during Cholomoed, says the Barthanor, even the Gemara says even right before Yom Tif, and now he wants to do the Tahara procedure, including the, the birds and the Karbonos, and of course um, the shaving, he's allowed to cut his hair, it's all off, but cut off his hair, and be shaved, you know, clean of all the hair on his body during Cholomoed, um, so he can do this procedure and move towards becoming a Tolita or bring his carbonos, etc.